How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Clubhouse. This is a special episode, actually, and it's with a very good friend of ours. But before we begin, my name is Miguel Mendoza. And I'm Zach Pena. So today we're having our second special episode. This man has been a friend of, a really, really good friend of Miguel and I back in high school. He's in our circle of friends. This man's also been following The Clubhouse for... Quite some time now. I think he's been loyal follower. Been a very loyal follower, yeah, from the start. He also has a lot of insights, a lot of good advice, not only about you know industries but about life. So everybody, please welcome my brother, our brother, Fang Bautista. What's, What's up? up, Fang? What's up, boys? What's up? What's up? It was good. It was good. How are you doing? Thanks for joining us in the clubhouse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah. So, Peng, how how have you been? You know, we've the last time we've saw, seen you, it's been a while, no? Like, yeah, it's been almost more than a year. So, how it's have been you been? How's the quarantine? Yeah. Well, of course, it hasn't been. I'm pretty sure it hasn't been that great for everyone, you know. Pero, besides all the adversity, I've been holding up, no man. We've yeah. all been holding up. Looks like it. Yeah. Can't wait to see the boys again, yeah. Yeah. Like super soon. Try to um start in a sad note, uh, pero no, we're all holding up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what what have you been doing, you know, during the quarantine? Like ever since it started, I guess. Like yeah, what's keeping you busy, I guess, besides school? Yeah, uh, so yeah, besides school, I've been well, since the start of the quarantine, uh, first I was studying it. Now, you know, I've been, like, getting my hands dirty in it. I've been investing, especially in, well, not here in the, you know, not in Philippine stocks, more in the um, New York Stock Exchange, New York Stock Exchange and yeah. um, NASDAQ, yeah. Kaya, yeah. it's actually, ano eh, medyo mahirap siya because it's at, it's at night. So, yeah. Yeah, Before actually, I played at night, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I like, with the stock market in the States, like, the time difference, right? Like, when the stock market yeah. opens, it's like... So, do you, like, invest in the stock market or do you trade? Yeah, so, at the start, I used, I, I used to try to trade. Like, yeah. I really wanted to. But, I I feel like it's really something that it's better to do when you're more established. Like, mm-hmm. when you have more income. Because it, right. it really... Like, something... You don't really talk. People don't really talk about this, the the mental behind trading and like the the psychological part to it. Yeah. So, I think yeah, more on investing now. And I like I like reading. I like studying about companies, and that's where I put my money. And I just leave it there. Like I don't really look at it. Nga. Yeah, like long term investing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually the thing with long term investing. Like I think. You put your money there and then you just check. You don't have to check it because, you know, sometimes if you check, you'll get depressed. You know, it's going to affect your mental game. So what people do when they invest long term, they just leave it there. And they're going to check after how many years. Yeah, I think having like really, really good companies you trust, like stuff that you really study, you know, knowing the backbone of it. Talaga. You really just, you know, trust it. Talaga and like you don't really have to like, you know, um, you don't really have to look at your money anymore because you believe in it. Like, right. Let's say the people who invested in like Google and like the start, diba? I'm pretty sure those people like the people who really understood it never really cared when stuff went down for a while, like in 2008. Yeah, because they know it's gonna grow also. Like if they really believe in it. Yeah. Sir, sure. have you have you been investing in you know already established companies, or do you also look into startups? Maybe into tech startups, those that are still new. Obviously, the shares are still really, really low. But you believe yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to go big in the future. Have you been looking into those? Yeah, that's a good question. Because like, I, I have a friend in UANP. Nah, he has a lot of siblings and even his family who are like, who've been like investing for like decades now. So it's like something that he taught me now was really just to look at those really small, small investments talaga. Because when you study those stuff that are people's eyes aren't on, it's really, it really gives you like a 
long-term perspective into things like yeah. what are these things that people aren't really looking into now but are super beneficial yeah. in the future. I could give an example. It's like green renewable energy. Plug right. in the States. Super, so much science into it. I don't want to explain it. Nah. But yeah, <laughs> green renewable energy. Yeah. Shout out, Tavi. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. What about, you know, like during quarantine, like the crypto market blew up. Did you also put aside some money over there? Yeah, dude. Actually, I think um, something me and my friends talk about is like having big winners. And I think like my biggest winner out of like all of my trades is a coin. It's actually one coin. Uh, I tripled tripled my position. It was wow. it was crazy in like two weeks. Yeah. So yeah, it's really different because I really like stocks more because it's more it's more chill and it's more established. It's so, regulated. Yeah. But yeah, crypto is also like something interesting. The technology behind it. It's what's interesting. Yeah. It seems like you also early into like the business aspect you know so is is business something that you want to pursue you know in the future yeah. after college yeah dude honestly that's something i realized nga girl like the first half of this quarantine i was really focused in in stocks and investing learning crypto also and i realized at the end na it's really better to to like you know know yourself in terms of like the outside world like um if you want to be an employee or if you want to start a business like other streams streams of income besides investing because if you don't have capital how are you going to invest right yeah like you, you don't have cash flow now if you don't have income. yeah so yeah something i'm i know i'm doing now to i guess you know focusing on that aspect of myself you learning learning this learning more about business family business and stuff i like also yeah because the thing with business is like you know it's of course not for everyone but like without businesses also the economy won't be you know good so like the more businesses that come that are successful it's gonna help the world also i guess yeah right. yeah that's true and i believe also now something it's something that i read in a book now people really have these unfair advantages and us now you know we really have that we have our, you know, our good parents to back us up. It's really yeah. good to, you know, take those risks that that are there to like help help other people, you know, make businesses that are good for the society. Yeah, yes, really sir. good insight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like for everyone that's sitting here, like, like for example, Paeng, he's a follower, a loyal follower of the clubhouse, and you can see like he's also very, you know, passionate about what he does. He learns and everything. So that's something that we want to teach to the followers also of the clubhouse. Like, you can achieve whatever you want as long as you put your effort and time into learning. That's actually, that's actually why I really like this thing that I know, Zach and Miguel has been doing. That's why, like, the first episode I listened, the first two episodes I listened, I messaged Zach and I, like, I gave him, like, feedback that I thought would help them. Because yeah. I, really, I really believed in, like, I really believed in what they were doing and like you know i really want them to achieve it yeah thanks so much man yeah i'd also notice every time you know we release an episode bang with message like yo zach i just listened to this episode really good then he'd give he'd also give really really honest feedback which i really appreciate i'd tell miguel about it and then we'd work off that so yeah yeah this is the community we're trying to build in the clubhouse it's like a community where people can engage and like what they aspire to be. So like it's a place where you get inspired to you know continue moving, like taking the next steps towards your goals. And like it's the, it's a community of you know inspired people, ambitious, passionate people. So thanks so much for the feedback, back. Yeah, dude, I really like that. Yeah, support yeah. your friends, guys. Support yeah. your friends, and they'll support yeah. you too. <laughs> yeah. So what specific industry? Are you looking, or are you? Do you want to get into, in the business space? Well, honestly, chili, chili hard question. Cause I've been actually asking that myself, then talaga, a lot of times like this year, cause, you know, I've been studying a lot about businesses now because of trading, and you know, talking to a lot of people. And something that I really enjoy is design 
design thinking, creative design, product design, like thinking like that, like thinking about how consumers think. And yeah. there's so much like branches to it. Eh? And, you know, throughout these few years, I want to dip my toes in a few of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so do those like in the same position as Pine where you're not sure yet about what you're, you know, what industry you're going to get into if you're planning to be a businessman. I think my advice for that is, you know, you, if, if you're thinking about business, you can turn a lot of things into a, into a business. Eh? Like, for example, hobbies. Like, let's say Pine likes investing. You can start like a small investment firm or, you know, for example, if you like design thinking, uh, if you like design, then you can like, do the design thinking process in business. Like, I think that's a, that's a process that's super good. If you have an idea, if you have an idea and then you want to turn it into a business, especially if it's related to design, you can look into the design thinking process. Super good. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I've been like recently, I've been doing a bunch of freelance work, stuff in yeah. the creative side. Because, you know, like you guys know, na I really like clothes and there was right. a time na I really like studied. Because before, I really wanted to release my own clothes, like grades, grade nine, grade, yeah, grade nine, mga 2016. I really wanted to release yeah. this clothing brand. And when I bought like the, the materials na, and like I had the designs, I felt like this, this isn't what I want in the long term, like understand what I wanted to release more. Cause the idea behind the brand, I really liked it, but, the designs itself, I felt like I could work on it more. So yeah, I learned design. I, I really had, the, I made the effort to learn Photoshop, illust- Illustrator. And now I'm like playing around with Procreate also. I'm turning that into, I'm monetizing it, you know, freelance work, getting a few extra bucks. Yeah. Like you have to also find different sources of income, like with your side hustles, like freelance work. That's a, that's a good way to make extra money. And it's also yeah. Really yeah. that you decided to develop your own skills in order to achieve, yeah. you know, the things that you're passionate about. So yeah, you're passionate about making clothes and you realize that there's still so much room to grow in terms of creating these clothes and designing them. So, you know, you made a way to learn Photoshop and Illustrator. And that's one of the things that I really admire when it comes to people who want to make businesses. Like they really want to, they're really hungry to learn and gain more knowledge on a certain field. So yeah, that's really good that you're doing that. Yeah, and my advice for those who want to start like, for example, more specifically clothing businesses, you guys have to focus on your branding. Like branding is very broad, but quote unquote, if you think about brand, it's like, you know, the design, what what you want people to see. Like for example, your 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 business background, for example, of what your brand is all about. That's what you want people to feel and like see when they're wearing or purchasing your products, right? Yeah, like yeah. um, I I heard somewhere from Virgil Abloh, like yeah. in I think one of his talks, na he he said na he sees the streetwear and like clothing industry now, na it's not really about the clothes anymore. And it's more yeah. about the experience, the experiences right. behind the clothes. And I saw that as like, he's just talking about branding. Like, like what's yeah. the person behind your clothes? Like, who's, who's wearing it? Ganun. Yeah. Right. So yeah, what you said, Miguel, was true. Yeah. Was, was the video um, from Push Product? For Push? That- no, no. It, I think it was like, he was, he was talking to a bunch of small brands. And they were asking him a bunch of questions about, yeah, starting a brand and stuff. And yeah, he explained yeah. it like you should really work on the experience and the yeah. idea behind your brand. Yeah. What are you what are your thoughts behind the art of Virgil Abloh and these types of streetwear brands? Like another person to name, I guess, would be like Kanye. Because I think the art that they put into their clothing is really, really unique. And it's something that's really also eye catching and the story behind it. And yeah, what you said, the branding. So what's, what's, yeah, I think, what's your take on that? Mm-hmm. That's, dude, honestly, I've been waiting to put this out there, but I really think na, you know, Virgil Abloh is really like somebody that's super misunderstood like in the mainstream because like the friends he has, like him, and, like him and the circle he had back in the early days that helped him to become who he is now. I think they, 
the people don't understand that. But like these high-end streetwear, streetwear brands were already the, the stuff that they've been studying and like they've been looking on behind. So like, but like most people, when you when you hear people say Virgil Abdo, a lot of people say, oh, he just copies or like he's just someone who releases random stuff and people start buying it. But like there's really there's really a there's really a big story behind all of his stuff. From like the earliest stuff of like from his earliest stuff like Pyrex to like his more high end stuff now in Louis Vuitton, I think it all ties down together, talaga. Yeah, you know it's actually really funny because I had like a similar conversation with Rico the other night, and we were talking mm-hmm. about how it's as if yeah those people Virgil, but then we were talking about Kanye, like and for Kanye it's like a lot of people misunderstand the the things that he put out and his his type of art. And he said that it's similar to how people interpreted Vincent Van Gogh before. Like how he was yeah. super misunderstood yeah. in the art that he was making. And that's like Kanye now. So if you think that Kanye isn't, you know, that creative and that he's really weird and that just means you're really close-minded and that you're not really appreciating that the art that they put out. People have to realize that every single person is unique. And what, what I like about them, like Sina Kanye and everything, they, they're not like, you know, they don't copy other people. Like they stand for who they are. Like they mm-hmm. put stuff that, you know, is related to them and like what they want to put out in the world. It's, you know, it's for them. And like they don't copy other people. So that that's something we also try to tell the people in the clubhouse. Like don't try to copy. Like be yourself. Yeah, yeah, dude. That, you know, I, like, I like how they like pave their own path like by creating a, their own path and like not following anyone they've opened so much doors to other people exactly so yeah that's that's really good advice like being being unique is actually really good because it opens more opportunities to other people as well yeah you create, and you're, you're opening so stuff. much doors yeah 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 so you know, in the clubhouse, it's all about being professional. But since this is a special episode, we want to get your insights also, Pang, on different things. So hey. today, it was the Logan Paul versus Mayweather fight. <laughs> Did you watch that? <laughs> Did yeah. you watch that? We were on Discord a while ago. Yeah, I was watching it also. What, what did you think about the fight? Like, honest opinion. And who was, who's your bet? Oh, well, of course. Of course, Mayweather, dude. Because, like, you know, there was a time that it was Uso in, Uso in her batch, you know, like, to box a lot of people were boxing so like some people would like well from that from boxing I really like you know got to understand it in a sense now yeah. not just like not just like that person who just watches those like big fights so you know like I see na whatever happened there <laughs> I think it was just you know for the hype and just you know yeah. to sell tickets but you know yeah. what they did and they did that well and I think they did know, really they, well. well yeah also the gotcha hat you know <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> honestly, yeah, yeah. But then for, for me, honestly, I I was actually rooting for Logan Paul. Like, honest, I was rooting for Logan Paul. Maybe I think I was rooting for him because I wanted Pacquiao to beat him before, mm-hmm. but but he didn't. So I was like rooting for Logan Paul now. But you know, it's like Mayweather was saying, like Logan Paul was saying, actually, na there's a reason behind the weight classes. But you can see, like Mayweather's really he's he's really good, honestly. Yeah, dude. Even if a lot of people hate him. When you asked me, like, who I was betting on, like, I knew, like, it was Mayweather who would win that because of just, like, pure experience and, like, how much he's had behind it. But, like, you know, the underdog talaga, you know, you know, Logan Paul. You guys know Aiden, like, he had, like, that stream where he was with Logan, like, a day before the fight. And he was super confident. Like, he was was super confident that he was going to knock out um, Mayweather. And then, the video of him like the combos he did dude those weren't punches dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 don't, like, don't that's super long the one where yeah, he was like to the rope. yeah yeah he was like me. swinging he was like yeah. swinging <laughs> he went all out I think it was like the fourth round pa lang. like yeah. parang grade 3 dude <laughs> like I was like yeah and he, I think because of that he got so tired that you can see he, he was so tired na. Yeah. Like, yeah first like, few rounds pa lang. Because that's not what you're supposed to do. You're using so <laughs> yeah. much of your business there. Like, just dancing. Yeah, but, <laughs> but then props, watch. <laughs> yeah, props to Logan for getting there with Mayweather. But yeah. sa- sayang. I think if he controlled himself also and like if he actually paced his punches, he would be able to win. But there's a possibility. 
but Mayweather is super galing. Like his punches were so clean. Yeah, and they were dude, so much could, fun. And he could dodge, dude. And you yeah. could see na when he when when they would like um get in a, get in a tango, most of like the good connections were from Mayweather. Like everything yeah. that everything that Logan Paul threw when they were like tangled, they weren't really like strong. Like the like at the ending, they were like the percentages. Of like yeah. the the connection, she saw it like right, like thirteen percent. Yeah, right. It was really low. Yeah. and I don't know if you Jesus. saw it also, because when I was watching, like it's for me, it was halata no Mayweather was waiting for the counter punches. Yeah, I think that's because yeah. yeah, like I think it was from like um Joe Rogan's one of Joe Rogan's videos with um Style Bender Adesanya, where yeah. he talked about like. Like real fighters, they really go for like that timing, like you know, like striking, like like a like a yeah. like a snake. <laughs> yeah, like you, you can see it, can you? Like his clean punches, Mayweather's clean punches were the counters. Like yeah. I remember Logan Paul, he swung, and after that, boom! Like he left his left hook was only connected. Yeah, you could see like um, Mayweather was studying like how yeah. how um, Logan would punch and like where where his head would be after. Yeah. Like each of the yeah, so it was like it was really fun watching like Mayweather play around lang. <laughs> yeah, he was actually playing, and he's so smart. Like he knew that Logan Paul wasn't training, you know, like in his sparring sessions, they were focused on the head, but Mayweather was going for the body. Yeah, yeah. Galang, super smart. Like after watching it, yeah, like I miss boxing. Like it's been like what two three years since the last yeah. time I boxed. When was the last time you guys boxed? Mine has been so long. Like, like for I think fun. four years, three years, four years. Right? Yeah. yeah, but like, what are your thoughts on how Logan was able to fight, you know, a legendary boxer? And he's an eight round, eight round. Like, he and, went long yeah, distance. And you know how like yeah. other boxers are also trying to, you know, reach that level, but Logan was able to get it, like you know, right away. Well, well, it's different because it's an exhibition match. It's not like it's for money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not a. It's not a pro match. So. You know, I'm pretty sure Mayweather wasn't in his A game. Like you could see, no man, like how May, like May, uh, Mayweather looked. Look, dude, Mayweather looked like <laughs> me and me and the guys in Discord said, "Nana, Mayweather looked like he just he just he just left from playing 2K all night. Like he, <laughs> just, he hasn't shaved, you know? <laughs> and he's like, all right, all right, it's Logan Paulster in bed." <laughs> no, and he like during his interviews, he said, "Yeah, right. Like the reason why he's doing it." Like with Logan Paul, it's because Logan Paul, he's an established influencer. He has this amount of followers. Like he's a really like he's an entertainer. That's the reason why he got Logan Paul instead of anyone else. It's because he was doing it for money. Like he even called it legalized bank robber. <laughs> yeah, dude. And but honestly, big props not to Logan because like from yeah. like Vine, from making like videos at your house to fighting like one of the greatest boxers of our generation. Yeah, she like it could it really shows you like what you could do when you put yourself out there in the world, Yeah, yeah. super. Like he's really both of them. Like how they built themselves, really good. Like yeah. inspiring. Yeah. What about what do you think about the next fight of Jake Paul, his brother? Dude, Jake Tyron. Paul. Honestly, like at first, like when Jake Paul was like fighting before quarantine, I wouldn't really watch like his stuff, but like you know, I would hear Anna. He's better than Logan, right? Like, for me, he is also. Like, honestly, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for Jake Paul. Like you could see now, he's like focused, but sometimes kind of cuckoo. You know what he did to me? <laughs> That's out of pocket. <laughs> yeah. No, but the thing is, one of the reasons that he did that was to sell the fight, like for more people to get engaged. Oh, yeah. It was just, it was a marketing play. Like bo- there's the the That's... Paul brothers. They're smart. They're smart. Yeah. It was their way to promote it's... the. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like with Jake Paul, man. I, I was actually there. Um, his first fight, everything. I was actually supporting him. I know a lot of people might not support him. You know, that's fine. But then Jake Paul, I think he has a future in boxing. Honestly, yeah, dude. Like, that's like we're lucky to like watch now how these like YouTubers like it's Rick. Aren't you guys like? Don't you guys realize how crazy? the time we are in right now na yeah. like people that come from the internet just like suddenly go pro at boxing and we just like see how it happens and just you yeah. know, like learn from it 
And it's it's funny because Jake Paul, he was a Disney character before. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, like Disney. I remember uh, what yeah. what was that? What was that show? He was with the, it, no, um Olivia Rodrigo, right? He was yeah. with Olivia Rodrigo. I forgot that show, but it, it didn't air here, right? It didn't air. It didn't here. air here. Yeah. I forgot the name. Yeah, but he's a Disney Disney character, and then wow, now he's boxing professionally. Yeah. I used to, I used to watch some of his videos in back. Yeah. But then he started like singing and stuff, and I was just like, <laughs> "Wait, what's happening?" <laughs> Jake Paul, Logan Paul, yeah, they're good really times. good. Though. Yeah, like the way they evolved. They're and they're still young. They're still like 20, yeah, 26 and twenty four. Like so much ahead, pa. Yeah, and they're very. They're doing very well right now. How about when it comes to the Nelk Boys? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was gonna and, ask that too. And them releasing, you know. Happy yeah, we, we know we know we we know Pang like supports and help boys and everything. And you even have a, a sign there in your room, like an yeah. LED sign. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so like what I like about the Nelk Boys actually is isn't just like how they how they're like so crazy, but it's how they get to like balance it and how how they get to control their business talaga. Like I really like do you guys like if you guys watch um the Nelk Boys, you'd know that they released this um new like series, yung, um full send like the back back behind the scenes with Jesse. Yeah, like it it really shows you like the ins and outs of what they do. Is this the and, paid like, one? No, 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 no. It's just on YouTube. It's like YouTube. a different account they have, yeah. and yeah, okay. yeah. That that just like like seeing that it it really made me more you know really made me more of a fan and like made me believe that like, like what these dudes are like doing are like crazy and like we should really like keep our eyes on them because you're yeah, not happy that things but honestly like my opinion on happy dad i don't like the can do you guys like the can i me honestly i'm okay i'm okay with the like i mean yeah it's okay it's okay for me i don't like the can because like it's so small like this the sign right the yeah, the sign the happy simple, dad sign simple, like yeah. imagine if you weren't an elk fan and you'd go to like 7-eleven and you're looking for a seltzer are you gonna pick that cam exactly yeah but like i get, I get what you're saying but yeah maybe not well they have they have the hype so the can doesn't really matter dude. <laughs> yeah like like what <laughs> virgil abdo said dude, the experience <laughs> 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 no bro yeah, the the Nelk the Nelk boys. I, I watch their videos whenever they release, and they're like how they do their business. Really good, also. It's a different type of um way of doing business, also. And like, they're not even making money in YouTube, first of all. Yeah. And they're making money because of their merch and like their supporters, lang. And it's yeah, they're doing super well. Yeah, that's what they like. Uh, like, like what you said, they're really good at making an image for themselves, and like yeah. you could see like like. Something I noticed how they would start most of the videos. They would really talk to the fans, right? Like it would be like Cal's voice at the background, and he would be like, "This is for you, boys." Like that, the stuff like that. You could really see like how they pay attention to building that connection, you know. Yeah. And if you watch Steve will do it, like even if they portray themselves as the wild boys, you know, the party boys and all of that, like you can see that they have a heart. Especially Steve will do it. Yeah, super yeah, props yeah. to that guy. Like, like there's the stuff he gives it. out. Right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I want to test it. Like me, like me and Slick, like shout out Kobe. Like me and Slick Kobe would like, he would tell me like, dude, have you messaged the message when the busy Steve will do it every asking for a Tesla? And I'm like, no, why? Because ah, palagi ako nagkata ng ng Tesla. Yeah, and like with the with the thing the thing with Steve will do it like the latest episodes that he uploads on YouTube like the one where he gives back to single moms like he gives like how much cash cars toys iPads everything like wow he has a yeah. heart yeah dude like sobrang like you really you really see how how he tries to prove prove how his character isn't just isn't just that gambling drinking <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. honestly like he's, he's like the craziest drinker i've ever seen bro same dude. Right? <laughs> crazy but he's also like one of the most generous people i've ever seen yeah like, like you, you can see like, he gives all his like the whole nelk team some tests yeah like 
Yeah, Rolex. and like, <laughs> yeah, 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 like Salim and um cousin J, right? Yeah. yeah, the Tesla and the chains. <laughs> the chains. Yeah. The, the chains. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think yeah. the Nug Boys is like a really really good example. You know, going to the extreme where and you can really monetize something that you're really passionate about. Like, did, did you think? Did you ever think, you know, pre nuk that, you know, a bunch of guys who just party and drink and do pranks can make so much money? Yeah, dude. It's like a combination of, like, putting yourself out there, being unique, but also understanding how to run a business and like yeah. knowing, like knowing the ins and outs to like. like of the foundations of not not just like having fun because like if they were just like if they were just if they were just um partying like if that, that's the extreme and for example if just if a person is just um just keeps drawing or like just keeps do- doing art if he doesn't learn how to like you know put himself out there and become become you know a business it's it might it might not work right and like what what I like about how they do business is, for example, their their clothing brand. They it's like one like their drops are like one of a kind, Like once they drop this, you'll never get it again. Like something like mm-hmm. that, and it, it makes people want to get the the apparel. Not yeah, the yeah, yeah. Stuff. The stuff that they they release, like it's not just clothes. It's not just clothes. Not then like they release those glasses, right? Like those people, yeah. like the people love those. Like Steve will do it boots, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think those glasses go for like in pesos, three thousand pesos, yeah. something like that for a glass, yeah. right? They're yeah. making money, dude. They're making. <laughs> They're making money. They're well, making because money. also the good thing about Nelk is you can like there was this video they released, like the the riot, you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where all their fans just came to one gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what you, video you was that? I think it was. In I forgot. The, but they yeah, were in like a random. Yeah, Parang, like when I was watching the video, I thought it was like a zombie apocalypse. Honestly, <laughs> it was so much people, and then like running after their car. Like you can see how, like how they engage with their fans, talaga. Like how they brand themselves. What like what kind of, um, they want to show like what kind of people they are to their fans and grab their like the amount of people that follow them. Something something I noticed, nga, like, um, I think. I forgot who I was talking to about this. They're like, they're like the jackass of our generation, but like they did it, they did it a bit better. Like they they took what jackass did and some of the mistakes jackass did, and they learned from it. Yeah, because <laughs> I think they were like jackass was super super crazy the stuff they were doing. Yeah. So maybe what they did was you know they they dimmed it down, they made yeah. it legal because they have re- like besides doing the crazy stuff. I heard they have really good lawyers, dude. Like the Nelk lawyers. <laughs> yeah. I heard that also. <laughs> really amazing. <laughs> like imagine the stuff they're doing and they're, they're still not, they're not in jail. They're like, yeah. they're still living the life and everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, and uh, they have, a lot of people are backing them. They have like good mentors like Dana yeah. White. Mr. Dana Dana White. Yeah. Holy. A good friend yeah. of them. There's, and also, um, uh, what's his name? Wolf, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Well, well, yeah. Jordan Belfort, right? Jordan Belfort, yeah. 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 They're super close in, to him also. There you go, are in good hands. <laughs> like I remember like I, I remember watching this video where Jordan was giving what's his name again? Part of the Nelk Boys. Um the Joey tall one. Yeah, the gambles. Joey like gambles. He, he was giving him advice on how to get girls. <laughs> yeah. And, like, when I was watching that I was like, damn, this dude is really good at um <laughs> the wolf conflict <laughs> at selling. Right? Also. Convincing you. Yeah. <laughs> the stuff he said, right? Is it wasn't it like if you knock on fifty doors? Yeah. If you knock yeah. on three doors, you, you'll get three no's. But if you knock on fifty, you get at least one, my guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of his book, Ate, like the art of selling or something like that. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I haven't I haven't looked at that book, but I should. Yeah, yeah. Jordan really Belfort. Good. Have you guys been reading recent recently? Yeah, um, yeah. One of the one of your guests talked about it, right? The importance of books. So yeah, I really I really appreciated that advice, and I think a bunch of like a lot of people in our generation, no. Short attention spans. I have a short. I used to. Have, I think I used to have a really, really short attention. I hated books before quarantine, but yeah. now that we have so much time, I really like found the way to appreciate it. Talaga. 
Yeah, we actually super encourage people to read books. Like yeah. Zach and I, we've been reading lots of books. Like for example, me right now, I'm reading Think Like Amazon. <clears throat> they have a book now called Think Like Amazon, and I've been reading it. It's by John Rossman. It's a really good book also, but it's it's more about you know technology. But yeah, that's the book I've been reading. Zach's also been reading. Like we encourage people to read Talaga. Like for me right now, ever since I've been reading, it's it's been like an essential skill to also have. Like the knowledge that you'll gain. Like you won't be able to find that anywhere else. Would you One recommend? book that I recommend. I probably, well, when it comes to financial books, I really recommend Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah, also. The, Art of, Dad. the Art of War is also a really, really good book. Yeah, I, I, heard, I heard Rich Dad Poor Dad and Art of War. Both of those, yeah. Art of War, yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad, really good. Yeah. I have, I have such a long list, dude. Like, there's so much books I want to read. It just yeah. takes so much time. But yeah, those are on my list for sure. Yeah. Richard that. I think really what, I, what, I, what I learned when it comes to reading, I also watched this video of a guy talking about, you know, taking knowledge. And because, yeah, Warren Buffett said that the number one investment that you should make is not in stocks, not in real estate, but it is in yourself and in your knowledge. But at the same time, um, taking in these knowledge, reading books will make zero, will make zero sense if you don't implement the, the right. things that you're learning. Because people yeah, tend dude. to, yeah, people tend to read a lot of books, also gain a lot of knowledge, but then they don't take action on it. Like they, they just have so much knowledge stored, and how much of those knowledge is actually like in your head, or like do you actually really understand? Because yeah. people, yeah. yeah, don't don't implement or take action on it. There was, that's like that's a really good point, dude. Because there was this thing that we were studying back when I was in UANP in philosophy. It was like we were we were learning about knowledge and wisdom, like the difference of knowledge and wisdom, and then we were talking about how, in the generation we're in right now, it's like super easy. There's so much information out there, like yeah, there's so much information that we could get from the internet and like all the books that's that's been published since the beginning of time. So, that's like learning and like getting taking in that knowledge, uh, taking in the, that information is knowledge, but. Like being wise is like knowing how to implement it and knowing yeah. like what these information is best. Like what this information will help you do it. Like will help you in life, deba. Right? Yeah, and like, like if we're talking about wisdom, it all comes from experiences. So how will you like implement something if you didn't even experience like a single thing about it? Yeah, yeah, and it goes back to that bit to that business saying. It's like you're like an idea, like a business idea is worthless if you don't execute at all. Yeah. Like your idea, let's say you have a trillion dollar idea. It's nothing if you don't even take the first step. Yeah, dude. Like that's something that I felt like I I had to learn throughout these years because I I tend to like dream a lot. Like I, I tend to like create these like businesses in my head or like these ideas and Sometimes I don't get to execute on it, and like you know, it's something that people should really learn is just do it. Like what Nike said, the right? <laughs> yeah, like just what Nike said, it. just do it. <laughs> and that's what I've been saying to the people, like for the last episode. I think it was the last episode or the last two episodes where people should stop dreaming and start doing. And this is part of the yeah the business episode that we had. Like I told people, like whoever was listening, was to stop dreaming, start doing. Because you're gonna keep dreaming you know, all the time. You know, whether you're awake, you're gonna daydream. When you're asleep, you're gonna dream. But if you don't like execute anything, you're still in the same place. Like, let's say you have so much ideas, but you don't execute, you're not gonna move like at all. Like you're still yeah, dude, in the same position. That's crazy that you brought that up because I was just watching this video a while ago on YouTube about like getting over um slumps in life, like ruts in yeah. life. And it was talking about this concept that some people believe that motivation. I forgot motivation. It was like motivation, action, and something else. So some people believe that for you to take action, you have to be motivated. But it's not really that like straight line, and it's more of a cycle that yeah. you could sometimes you could really start with the action, and from that action yeah. you could get motivated, right? That's really so, good. Like some people don't some people don't realize that you don't just get motivated out of nowhere, right? Yeah. yeah, you really have to take action. So, and yeah. when it comes to taking action also, there's also this saying where every single person in the world had a million-dollar idea. 
but without the proper execution towards that idea, then you won't get the million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. There's also like this thing where when people have ideas, certain ideas, they get really, really motivated at the start. And then mm-hmm. once it's it's good, they, they take action on that idea. But then as they, as they go through the process, that's that line starts to go down. Like that line of motivation starts to go down because they realize and they notice how there's so much problems, so much challenges when it comes to executing and making that idea successful. And I think what separates the 99% from the 1% is that once they reach that low point, they don't stop. Like they still keep going because what the 99% of people do, they give up at that point and they say, okay, it's not for me or it's not going to work or they think it's going to fail. Next idea. Let's move on to the next idea. Yeah, dude, that's, yeah. Super, that's super too. Like there was this, I forgot where I heard it, but like it really stuck in my mind na, um, being consistent and being disciplined isn't about how long you, how long you get to execute tasks, but it's being able to do those tasks on the really, really hard days. Talaga. Those really, yeah. really, like, really, really hard days. Those really, really hard weeks. You know, those slumps. So, yeah, yeah. that's really something that I really wanted to take into heart. Nga, na when, you, when you're able to, like, work on yourself and be able to, you know, still be able to do the stuff that you have to do, even on those, like, really, really rough days. Yeah, it's those the same the, with, it's the mm-hmm. same with working out. Like, when you go to the gym. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same. Like, yeah. even, it's all about consistency. And that's, that, yeah, that's, that's, like, my base when it comes to working out. Like, the reason why I work out is because, you know, the saying where how you do one thing is how you do everything. And yeah, always, dude. I always translate that when it comes to working out. Because when it yeah. comes to working out, yeah, you're going to be motivated yeah. for, like, a week or two. You're going to be really consistent. And then after that, you're like, ah, oh, I, I worked out already so much. I give myself a break. But no, don't don't take that break, bro. Like, yeah. Keep like even if you, yeah, even, bro. even on the days where you don't want, <laughs> even on the days where you don't want to work out, just work out because that's what's gonna develop you as a person and really push you and, you know. Yeah, dude, yeah. that's super yeah. true, man. Like, being able to translate the feeling of the reward, of yeah. the consistency, because some people like you know, like people who don't like people who don't really exercise really feel like some people have the misconception that. Uh, Oh, that's so easy to build a body. Just go to the gym, diba. But it's really yeah. like <laughs> tough and like it's, it's so hard. Yeah, like not only it's gonna physically but mentally. Then yeah, like like the the bodies we see on camera and like on photos, those took like ten years, right? Like yeah. you're not gonna reach that over like deciding over the new years now you want to fix your body. <laughs> right? Resolution, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's it's not. Yeah. It's a commitment, yeah, it's- a lifelong commitment. Yeah. yeah, like th- that fitness analogy relates to business, any industry, and most mm-hmm. importantly, it relates to life also. Like, that's how life works. Talaga. So much ups and downs. More downs probably than ups. But, you know, the only way you'll be able to go up is if you go through that down slope also. Yeah. So I think, yeah. I think we've been talking, you know, a lot about working hard, working smart, especially when it comes to, you know, building up your financial freedom, your stability in the future. But I think another thing that's important also is knowing when to give yourself time. And yeah, yeah and giving yourself rest. 100%. That's also really important. So Paeng, I know this man is a professional Valorant gamer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so how, how, does that, how has that been like? Yeah, your yeah, journey. I really, I really think and, uh, I attribute most of my like mental health to like playing Valorant and like being able to like shut off your brain, the right? Cause yeah, like and like you know, when I was when I was studying stocks and like getting my my hands dirty into stuff stuff like that, you know, it was really hard and like it would really take a toll to my to my um psyche, you know. So yeah. being able to, you know, just play with your friends, the yeah. just being able to enjoy your yeah. time as a, like, you know, because like we're super young, dude. Like our age yeah. right now, we could like we could like take staying up all night playing Valorant. You, like the effects aren't there yet. Like take advantage of your body while you still can, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, how's your Valorant thing gaming going? Right now, it's been chill, you know, been playing with just like shout out to the boys who still play. Yeah. Gabby, Kobe, you know, um, Sholo, <laughs> sure. um, 
who else still plays? Um, of course. Ramon. Our, our diamond player, John Gotladera, OG John G. <laughs> yes, one of the diamond best. Diamond. One of the best. Yeah, John's diamond. John's diamond. Mon, yeah, Mon's, Mon's been playing again recently. Oh, also, Hassan's been playing recently. Yeah. yeah, the boys have been playing again recently. So, you know, Zach, you should start playing again. You know, guys, <laughs> listening, Zach's been really focused on Clubhouse, you know. You guys should really appreciate it because he hasn't been playing Valorant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, when it, got, when it came to um, playing, because I think I went to both extremes during yeah. the quarantine. Because at the start of the quarantine, I like had this wake-up call, like this gut feeling that, okay, I'm, I'm going into college after four years. It's just four years. Like four years seems long, but if you think about it, it's like... Yeah, it's super short. Let's take high school. It's super short, just like high school, exactly. So right after college, you're on your own, like you're making your own money, and that's what I wanted to do. So I went to the extreme, like I'd I'd sleep at like 10 a.m., wake up at 5 a.m., do my morning routines, you know, learn, learn, do start businesses, yeah. make income, and then I think it reached that point of like exhaustion because that's literally mm-hmm. all I did. And same, same. That's how I started my quarantine, also, dude. I think we also like I also had that like feeling now. Okay. I'm gonna be at home lang. So maybe I should just like take this as an advantage but to learn and just yeah, I think that's also what happened to me. Go on, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then there I was in the point of I was like so exhausted. Like I, I, I realized I wasn't giving myself time. And then I noticed I, I was asking what my friends were doing, because yeah, it's been a long time since I, I talked to them and they they said they were playing uh, this game called Valorant. Then I tried mm-hmm. it and I went to the extreme of that also. Like I started playing like a lot. Same. And then there I realized, okay, um, I was really productive, but then I wasn't giving myself time. And now I'm not being, you know, as productive. So mm-hmm. I think from that experience, I'm also really thankful and grateful that I went through that because now I, I learned how to balance my time properly and manage yeah. my time, giving myself yeah. time. Yeah, dude. Yeah. In, uh, I think like when people ask me, like, what have you been up to like most like most of the small talk when people ask me what have you been up to i really say na one thing that i've been up to this quarantine was really managing my time like because because at the start like what you said there was a time na i was really handling it well then i got exhausted and i started like letting myself go and i think now that i found the balance of enjoying and you know put setting my priorities yeah yeah with with me the man like well, I know a lot of Fortnite. people love Valorant, but I never got to play Valorant. I maybe I played I played like yeah, yeah Fortnite Warzone like the first few days, first month of quarantine. I wasn't able to play Valorant because I think at that point, like after playing for a few few weeks of um Fortnite and Warzone, like I completely like uh, like there's this point talaga where I just switched. Like I was I became super driven. And then after that, but that, that was also kind of wrong because it was like, I wouldn't say that I'm too driven, but to the point where I was exhausted because of work. But then that's why that was really good now you brought that up because I was able to find the balance. That's why right now I play golf, which really helped like with balancing and everything. Because before I got 24-7, it was all work. Like, well, I enjoyed it also, but you know, it's also different if you have fun in something else. So yeah, when I was playing golf and everything, spending time more time with my family, yeah, it really helped us with you know me- the mental health and everything. Yeah, so dude, so well, you were talking uh, about um, like working right and being able yeah. to find the balance. I found this. I was watching this TED talk um of Carlo Op- uh, Carlo Ople. He's like this Filipino guy, where he th- I forgot the name of the concept where he talks about like I think it's called the nine to five to yeah, the nine to five balance, something like that, where yeah, like the start of the day until like five p.m. you do your priorities, and like after that until until like two a.m. and or like four a.m. you do whatever you want, like may it yeah. be your passion or like just play or like goofing around, like you really have to like divide that. And while you're still young and like you know while you're still yeah. like nineteen to like what sugar so like twenty six, you could still like stay up late, the right? yeah. So. Like you saying in that video, na once you hit your thirties or like once you hit your forties, you really can't stay that you, you can't stay up that late or you can't like yeah. um you can't really like 
enjoyed some of the food or stuff that you used to because of the yeah. it does to your body. So yeah, that really gave me like that feeling that okay, I'm still young. I should read. I should probably just enjoy right now. Yeah, that's that's very true also because um, when you go back to that saying that time is your greatest asset, mm-hmm. you can never go back to being 19 years old again, or you can't yeah. go back to high school again. So it, you have to also find that balance. Yeah, like for example, like I know I know a lot of people want to be, you know, um, rich, like wealthy, right? But you like you have to find that balance where you also enjoy and where you can also make money. Because let's say you're 35 you're rich, but you weren't able to experience a lot of things because you're too focused on being rich. Right? Yeah. I forgot where I heard this, but it's like, it was saying, and I think there was this guy, he was saying that he reached the point of having so much money. Like, he reached the point that he had, he had X amount of money. He was like, now what? What do I do with this? Exactly. So it really, it really yeah. shows you that if you really don't have like, if you don't have a why, of your, yeah. like, if you don't have a daily why, that's not money. Yeah. It's chili, chili it's hard. Because once you have like, let's say all the money, like let's say everyone around you has no money. You're the only one who has all the money in the world. What's next? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're you're super wealthy. What what's what, what's up? What's next, diba? So it it sh- you have to you have to have a balance to, like of life where you enjoy, you make money, and you know you still keep doing what what you want to do. Like it's not all about money. That's why I want to go to that video that you sent Zach and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call that video again? It's a TEDx video, right? Yeah, let's, what makes let's look it up. A good life. Yeah, what makes a good life? Okay, yeah, that was so, yeah. Yeah, so it was um R- Robert Wildinger. He's he's like the fourth director of the um project they have in Harvard. Yeah. Where they got um some students from a certain course, some certain courses, and they got some privilege. Uh, underprivileged kids from the streets of Boston and from 1930 something up to like today they've been like monitoring them monthly giving them like surveys and asking them questions so they asked they asked well millennials the first they talked about the millennials they asked millennials on what was the what was their goals in life and most of them said it was to be rich or to be famous and that's also yeah. what those kids kids said back in 1930s. Yeah. And they tried to see what would like what numbers or what could they tie down to the people who lived the longest lives. And it wasn't it wasn't like the blood samples or like the did I'm botching this. I think I'm botching this, but like um it wasn't about like the about the medical stuff. Yeah. It was it was it was about the good connections those people had, the right? It was yeah. about the family they had and how meaningful those connections were. Yeah. And it really like it really shook me to the bone. Cause when I was watching that, I was investing and stuff. And I was just so ready to like just make my money. I wasn't like I was I was just thinking about myself. And just that really showed me na like, you know, I should really just create more memories now with my family, create more memories with my friends. And those memories are the ones that build these relationships. Nga, diba? Yeah. Like I actually super like the the video that you sent us because it gives a new perspective also about you know life in the end yeah. like in the end it's not always about being famous M- maybe there's a time where that's fun like you be rich you be famous that's fundamental again. it's not mm-hmm. you know it's like an, it's, not, it's not a no but you know it's not the main thing about life also it's like also to that saying where if you let's say go to heaven or wherever you go you won't be carrying the money naman eh. like you're not gonna bring that you know, to yeah. heaven or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's really the the connections you build with your friends, you know, the circles that you have, your family, or maybe your dog or whatever connection yeah. you have. Yeah. Being a being a, like, dude, when I watched that video, it just really like, it just really woke me up to like, you know, being more open to my friends and being more open to my parents about being a, like telling them I love them like that and ma- making sure that they know that they're appreciated. And yeah. I think everyone should do that because you know, like right now in quarantine, like we're all so isolated right now. Yeah, we're all just like alone. It's really good to you know lay more bricks on that um, foundation, de right? Yeah. Um, that foundation of relationship you have with them. Yeah, because in the end, if you like again, if you have a trillion like dollars, like what's next? Like, is is that really yeah. gonna make you happy? 
That's really yeah, in nga, that's like one of the lessons nga from the video that really stuck with me. Like yeah. the people with the most money didn't live the longest, diba? Yeah. It was those people with really, really good relationships. Yeah. And if you look at, for example, Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates, like I love those guys. Like, but then mm-hmm. if you look at them, they were too focused on making so much, you know, money. They're too focused on the business, but they they weren't happy anywhere in their relationship, diba? with their wife, their kids. That's why they're yeah. separated. Yeah. Like, if you look at them, like the rich ones, they're separated. Like with the family, because they yeah, were too and, focused on something. And look now, they're super they're sad and everything. Another example, nga, like sadly, a lot of celebrities and a lot of famous people commit suicide, right? Yeah. Because it's not yeah, really yeah. about having everything. It's really, it's really about those relationships and like the connections you have with people. And yeah. I think also when it comes to knowing your purpose, like why are you starting this in the first place like why do you want to pursue being a doctor why do you want to be a businessman an architect or whatever i yeah. think one of the things that people should keep in mind is what's your purpose and what's your why and i think what will mm-hmm. drive you is not what you'll receive personally like the money that you'll get but it's the people the amount of people that you're going to impact and the amount of people that you're going to serve you know whether it may be your family that that you want to give back to them your friends or you know yeah. the people in the world the community because I think that's re- what's really gonna drive you as a person because knowing that you're impacting the lives of so much other people and not just yourself switches your perspective on that work that you're doing it makes you more motivated because you know that you're touching the lives of, of these of this amount of people yeah so, yeah like someone on YouTube said this na, um, having money as a why will only get you yeah. will only get you like to a certain certain level because if you don't have these goals that are really out there not just not just for yourself but for others it won't it won't really like give you that sense of accomplishment because you know like money is not really an accomplishment yeah and like to those listening don't get us wrong we're not telling you to not try to be a to be famous or not try to make money like mm-hmm. that's not that's not the point of what we're saying we're saying that that shouldn't be your main like goal or your main purpose like it shouldn't be just to make money it should be something else like making meaningful meaningful connections with others like yeah, yeah we'll, we'll like in the clubhouse we'll support you if you want to be rich and famous if you want to become an art artist or actor or if you want to make millions like, and millions of dollars but that's not the point like our point is we're gonna support you and make sure like whatever you're doing don't make money the main reason why yeah. like like i uh, know like um Neo and um, who's uh, Vince? Like Neo and Vince, Vince. right? Yeah. Shout yeah. out to them. Yeah. You know, they're on that path. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they, they're act like young rising actors. They're acting. But do you think their main purpose of acting is making money? No, yeah, they're like they're, they love what they're doing. They're passionate about what they're doing, and yeah, they're, they're like it's not it's not about money, talaga. But yeah, in the clubhouse, we'll support you whatever you want. Just make sure that it's not money the main reason why you're doing things. Like, make sure you're doing things for the greater for other people also. Yeah. Romanticize life, guys. Yeah, romanticize life. Yeah. Yeah, so we've talked about different aspects on what you want to do in the future, about recent events like Nuck Boys, Logan Paul, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. lo- looking for that purpose. Like, we talked about a lot of things and really, really appreciate yeah. that, Peng. Like, really admire like, the advice that you gave and the tips that you gave. And yeah, it was a really fun episode, you know, mainly yeah, really yeah, we, talk, we talked about yeah, life and you know, how, how people think and act on things. So with that being said, for you, you know, Rafael Bautista, <laughs> what's, what's, <laughs> yes, what's, what's one advice <laughs> that you'd like to give about life? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, besides romanticizing it, you know, just don't take it too seriously, eh, diba? Not not everyone in life's out there to get you. Like not all eyes are on you. You know? Yeah. Just you know, just just do you and everything's gonna fall into place. Right. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this this episode is honestly really good. Like I'm sure it gives a like it's a special episode where yeah, chill, I think chill. people thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Thanks as well. <laughs> yeah, so Pang, if you wanna shout out your you know, your social media. Yeah, hey, um, on Instagram, Rafael Bautista with two A's at the end. And um, you can find me on Upwork Boys if you guys want yeah. me to do stuff, you know. 
I'm an upper Rafael Bautista. <laughs> But you yeah. know, those are international fees. <laughs> Don't know bomb. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, I've, I've also worked with Paeng in a few projects and he's also yeah. helped me with like Illustrator and Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's, he's really, really good. Like he knows what he's doing. And, like I'm also actually really, really impressed that he knows so much about it. And the stuff that he makes is also really good. So yeah, if you guys, you know, need to design something something creative something you know really different not something that's you know already out there you know where to find yeah. them upwork yeah and something yeah. i like about bang is like if you put in the work you'll be able to achieve a lot of things so, yeah yeah so again everyone th- again bang thank you so much for being here to everyone listening this is special episode number two again this is the clubhouse podcast my name is miguel mendoza And I'm Zach Pena. See you this coming Saturday for our next episode. Yeah. And don't forget to share to your family and friends. We'll super appre- we'd, we'd super appreciate it. And yeah, this is the clubhouse, everybody. Yeah, guys. <laughs> listen while you're cooking. Listen while you're watching. Listen while you're in the gym, you know. These guys are your friends. Yeah.